This is Mark Revio, President and CEO of the Van Wert Area Chamber of Commerce and the host of the Mark My Words podcast. I want to let you know that the Van Wert County Historical Society will be presenting the 18th annual Model Railroad Show and Swap on Saturday, July 24th from 10 to 4 and Sunday, July 25th from 10 to 3 at the Van Wert County Fairgrounds as part of Railroad Heritage Weekend. Admission is $6 for adults and children under 12 are free. For more information about the train show, find it online at bwrrhw.com. This is Mark Rubio, President and CEO of the Van Wert Area Chamber of Commerce, and thank you for listening to our podcast, Mark My Words. Today, we're happy to continue with our Women in Business series uh, with the goal of introducing you to women who serve and support our community. Uh, we'd like to thank the Van Wert Agricultural Society again for sponsoring Mark My Words for 2021. To learn more about them and what they have planned this year, find them on the web at vanwertcountyfair.com, and they'll be presenting the 165th Van Wert County Fair from August 31st to September 6th of this year, which is a couple of short months away. It'll be here quick. Uh, if you're interested in learning more about the Van Wert Area Chamber of Commerce and our members' educational connection events, please visit us on the web at vanwertchamber.com as well as on Facebook and Instagram. So today our guest is Vicki Smith, who's the Executive Director of the United Way of Van Wert County. Vicki, welcome. Thank you. Good to see you. Good to hear you. Um, so you've been through, with the United Way four, four or five years? How long has it been? Actually, it's been seven years. Seven years. Oh my yes. gosh. I was with you a little, little bit along the way. I still, yeah, I still kind of connected a little bit, but uh, so, so this first thought, and you can go back as far as you want. We will talk a little bit about your background, where you're from originally, and then your path, because you know you didn't go directly to United Way. Talk about your path uh, of how how you found yourself uh, uh, with United Way. So you can take it away. You can start okay. right now. Well. Um, I was, I have been local. I started out in Rockford, so I went to Parkway. Um, I married my husband, Dana, in 1979. Uh, so I don't know how many years we've been celebrating, but a lot, over 40, <laughs> let's put it that way. More and more. Uh, more and more, yes. So I am local. Uh, we have two daughters. We have Bonnie uh, Wells, who is a nurse at Van Wert Health, and Bethany Bally, who is a second grade teacher at Crestfield. Um, we have six grandchildren. The oldest is Emma. Then we have Delaney. We have Callan Smith and little Huxley, who will be three in two days. So um, we've been local. I have worked in a lot of different things. Uh, if people remember back, Lifehouse used to be Pick and Save. I was the front end manager at Pick and Save. I also was a manager at Fashion Bug. I worked at the uh, Thunderbird in Decatur. I worked in an assembly and was a group leader. So from there, I went, got into school. I was on school boards. Um, so in the early 90s, I ran for the Parkway School Board. So I was on that board. And uh, back then you were appointed to the Vantage Career Center because you were one of the um, county schools that was represented there. So I served on the Vantage and the Parkway School Board. I really liked Vantage. Um, it allowed me to do a lot of the things that I always wanted to do. Uh, when I graduated, I never went to college. Back then, it was kind of like everybody would kind of say, uh, you'll come out of college, pay for it, and then you won't be able to get a job because what I wanted to be was a teacher. And back then, they had so many people that were teachers that they said, you'll just waste your time. So 
got married when I was 19. So teaching has always been something that I was, in, was interested in doing. So I uh, said to the superintendent then, um, Steve Mercer, I said, hey, I would like to work at Vantage. What do I have to do? Well, number one, you couldn't be on the board. So I had to resign from the board a year before. And I took a part-time position out there just to get my foot in the door. So I was an assistant treasurer from there. Then I went to the superintendent secretary and um, I was there with Steve Mercer and then with Stacy Kaufman. Um, during that time, I served on the ESC board and then I um, uh, am now on the Western Buckeye board. So I've still served on a lot of school boards and I served on the United Way board. Uh, Deb Russell had asked me to serve and I was like, okay, what do I have to do? And uh, so I served for a year on the United Way board. And then when Deb uh, decided that she was going to retire, I just called her and I said, do you think I could do this? And she goes, well, yeah, I, I, I think you would be good at it. Um, but I was like, mm, I don't, I don't know. It's something totally different. Um, but I put my resume in and interviewed for it. And uh, that's how I got to be here at United Way. <laughs> Seven years. Woo. It seems yeah, I must have come in uh, two or three years in uh, uh, when I was on, on the board of the United Way. Um, what 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 drew you to the school boards? I know you said education. Uh, what 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 did you what did you like about that? I mean, you must have liked that you've done it three different places, or you know yeah. what I mean. You're involved, yeah. Um, I like kids. I like classroom um, teaching and training. I I actually was a trainer for Scott's Foods and trained a lot of different individuals. So I've always kind of liked that part of it. Um, if you know me, I've coached for over thirty years in volleyball. So that involved me in in with the kids in school and things like that so I just I liked that and it just kept me in the loop with the kids and with schools and teachers and the things that was going on so that's I guess always been my passion I still even as United Way you know try to be really involved with the schools and the kids and the needs and the things that, that our community um, needs so that's why I was involved in it for that many years well I know your involvement in the schools at uh you, you were a volunteer for junior achievement for years um, and probably before and after. I mean, it, it was an easy volunteer thing because your daughter was one in one of the classrooms, you know, Mrs. Balliot uh, yeah. out at um, uh, Crestview, you know, in the second grade. So you, you, you were a volunteer probably two, three years, you know, since I was involved with junior achievement. Um, it was what did you like about that? Like, well, I know there's probably a couple different things you liked about it, but. Well, that was her first year of teaching that I started to do that there. And, um, so it made it easy. We were both kind of working through it together. Um, it was it was a lot of fun because uh, she would tell him, hey, there's going to be a special person coming and she wouldn't tell him. And then when I would get there, they would say, oh, you guys look alike or you sound alike or, you know, uh, different things. If they would get to be a little bit rowdy, I would say something and they would say, we know where she learned that from. So a lot of the same traits uh, we have. <laughs> so good or bad, I don't know. But um, it was, it's a lot of fun just to see the kids and um, it draws me back to see that not every child learns the same way. You got to be different in everything you do. Yeah, I was, because I was, I volunteered in way too many classrooms this year, but like three different grade levels, you know, second, fourth, sixth. Um, I probably liked fourth grade the best, I think. I don't know. But there were, there are things I liked about, um, the younger uh, age and there's things I liked about the older age. It might, might've been probably just the material, but 
Um, so yeah, so well, that's great. That's cool. Now I know you kind of may or may not have recently moved into the Convoy School District, the Crestview School District. So is there a board of uh, run coming uh, uh, for Crestview, or I mean, you might as well put a check it off the list. Yes, Another there one. is. Um, I was on uh, the Mercer County Educational Service Center board, which that is from the school districts of Parkway, Fort Recovery, it was Coldwater and Salina and Marion. Um, but once I moved to Convoy, I had to resign from that board. So this uh, Van Wert County on this side is the Western Buckeye Educational mm, Service okay. Center. And that has Antwerp, Crestview, Lincoln View, and Wayne Trace. So Mike Schlagbaum moved out of Convoy, so he had to resign. So I just told him, I said, well, I'm already on the ESC board, which is the same thing, only in different county. So uh, they appointed me to fill that term. So um, I am now running for that position on the November ballot. So, November. so I have to get 50 signatures from Crestview School District people because I'm actually the Crestview rep to the Western Buckeye. So, yep, I'm still on the board. Still, still at it. Still at it. <laughs> okay. Um, what else? We have volleyball. We covered that. Your coach Smith to some people. Uh, a lot, a lot of kids. My daughter included uh for some volleyball over the years she never grew though so she had to she had to do a phase out of that so um so you you wear a lot of different hats uh in the community in the area really i mean in van Wert, you know and where you live now and what you've done in the past how do you um uh, how, how do you do it all like how, how do you how do you keep separate because i know it's kind of a lot of this stuff is part of who who you are so there's really no separation you know and then you can have you know united way you know like a lot of people we we spoke with on this you know the series here the women of business it's there's sometimes you you're in a, in a position you can't really turn it off you, you almost feel you know people or sometimes people feel they can reach out to you 24 hours a day and you, and you can control that a little bit but how do you how do you try to create that for yourself and control some of what you do versus like the rest of what you do you know what i mean it's really to be real honest um in this field that's hard to do because um you have to believe in it a hundred percent and i would say a lot of people go into things you know for uh, maybe the name of it or the amount of money that they're making or just the prestige of it and you have to really want to do something like this that you're helping people you can connect the dots connect people with who they need to be because that's what happens a lot of times i'll you know i'll get a call that says hey i i know somebody that needs help you know they've been you know domestic violence who do they call you know it takes about two seconds to do that you know to let them know but i believe in that and so for me it's not necessarily work it's kind of my my passion and my volunteerism to be able to do that outside of work I do it during the day, but I also do it in the evening. So I feel like that it's something that maybe I do a, a lot, but I don't mind it. Um, there is one thing though, you know, with United Way, um, you have to draw a fine line of the things that you get involved with and the things that you don't. Um, I can't get involved in things that are gonna clash or, uh, you know, if we get a lot of support from something, I mean, I have to make sure that the things that I'm being involved in, you know, walk hand in hand with United Way. And sometimes that's hard to do because I may personally 
feel that there's things that I need to get involved in, but I can't take that stance. You know, I don't want to hurt one thing. And I mean, the, my main mission is with United Way and helping other people. So you have to draw that fine line, you know, like to say, yes, I support you, but I can't do that. So that's the one thing that I've learned as a United Way director. Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of like, well, I know it feels like you're, I don't know, sometimes you're paid to do your, your work that you would do anyway. And sometimes you do it, I don't know, when you volunteer. I mean, it, it's kind of volunteering both ways you look at it. It's yes. just, you know, running the organization. I mean, it touches a lot of, you know, United Way touches a lot of people in a lot of different areas in the community. And you don't really know that unless you've been involved or, you know, in, invited in or signed on that line in blood for about four or five years and be a board member. Um, and you go, you go and do the commitment, which, which was, is great. I mean, it, you learn a lot. If you want to dive in and learn about the community in different things, I mean, the United Way board is, is, is a great spot to go. So um, what, what could you say about United Way that maybe some people don't know? I think, you know, we, we both know what the United Way does, but to someone outside, you know, who, who maybe hasn't been involved, maybe you know about it because you donate stuff, you know, at work, but what, what, what kind of, what would you like to get across to people that, that, that would be, um, Maybe something they, they didn't know or, or, or the one thing you would want them to know? Um, probably the biggest thing is that we are a, a funding mechanism. We raise money and then we give the money to those agencies. I will get calls each week to say, hey, um, I don't have food or, you know, I need a place to stay or, you know, this is happening. And, and, um, I'm here to listen or to try to connect them with the person, but it's we are not handing out money to individuals. Um, we raise money through uh, campaigns at industries or just private donations or the schools or you know churches may make donations, but we collect that money and then we give it back to area programs and agencies. So we have over 30 agencies that we fund pretty much regular each year, which this year we have 35 programs. So for people to say, um, why should I give to United Way or what the purpose of that is, is that we fund a lot of different ones that they may not know about. So just as they may not know what United Way does, people will still say, well, what's CERT? I don't know what CERT is. You know, well, we do and we fund them, but we also fund latch keys. We also fund um, Habitat for Humanity. So we fund all of those agencies. So the money that we collect gets uh, given back to those people. Now, the biggest thing is they don't have to fundraise them. A lot of these smaller agencies that maybe only have a board member of four people and they don't have a lot of volunteers to do something for them, we could fund them maybe $3,000, which helps their program for a whole year but they're not gonna be able to do a fundraiser to raise that amount of money. So we're able to actually help most of these agencies operate every year. And um, they know they can count on that. So that's what I say United Way is. When you're giving to United Way, you're giving to many agencies that are here in Van Wert County. So how do you, I mean, the, the bulk of the agencies probably come from like the Van Wert City area, uh, if I'm correct. Uh, how do you try to keep um, 
like uh, the villages, like in the area outside of Amherst County, what's your thought, I guess, about keeping them connected? Because I know there are agencies and you know, I know you do things with the ballparks and that's a lot, a lot of smaller communities, that is the center. You look at Middle Point, you know, there's a town there, it's a small town, but the, the that ballpark is like the center of that and the school of that community. So how do you, how do you try to, to connect with, with those areas when there's maybe, and there's, I shouldn't say there's not as much need, but yeah. less people asking. You know, for a couple, a couple of things that we do is um, we advertise when we're getting ready to um, do allocations so that they can apply for that funding. Um, a second thing is we're very active in the schools, which are in each of the communities. So when I do presentations, I try to let them know that we have money for these programs. So with that, all of the teachers, administration, they're pretty much aware, you know, if their school or their area needs something that they can contact us. And then the third thing is we have 29 board members. It sounds like a lot, but we have a lot of volunteering, a lot of programs that we need done. But we try to have board members that are represented from all these areas. So villages, township, um, industry, financial, lawyers, accountants, you know, just different people. So we try to have somebody from each of those villages so that there are people that are out there to say, hey, you know, United Way is getting ready to fund if they know that they need it. So word of mouth, and once again, connecting those dots with those individuals. So let's let's switch up a little bit. Uh, you, you seem to, when you were um, talking about, you know, what, what you've done leading up to, you know, the United Way, you always seem to seek out leadership positions in the organizations you're in. Um, where, where does that come from, like in the past? I know you have formed like within that last seven years, but it sounds like you've done that. That's been like a constant, it, it, I'm sure. Do you remember what your first leadership uh, uh, volunteer, what, what you did? Like, what was the first thing you maybe stepped out and you're like, maybe I should do something like this? Oh, well, probably was United Way, I would say, is that big thing is to step yeah, out yeah. and do that. But I mean, I've volunteered for a lot of other things. Um, I, part, I would say the first thing is that I'm confident. Now, I don't always know everything, you know, so I'm not afraid to ask somebody or, you know, take the information, you know, and find out. Um, so I would say that I, I'm confident that way that people seek that and say, well, you could do that. And I won't say no. I, that's probably a bad thing is I, I don't say I don't say no to that. Um, I would say the biggest thing is my connections. So if I'm in a leadership role in something and I'm just for example, um, I'm on the Haven of Hope board. You know, I I was just working with that committee for a long time. I, I wasn't on that board um, because I try not to get on too many because then it runs runs ragged, but they had reached out to me and finally I'm like, you know, I believe in this, you know, so I went on it, but I had a lot of connections, you know, I had, you know, the family and children first connection, you know, for people to get their license for the social for the mental and that type of thing. So I feel like a lot of times when I step into those leadership roles, it's because my value is there that I know who to get with to make things happen. You're valuable. I'm valuable. Relationships are valuable. <laughs> yeah. And time is valuable too when it comes to that, when you're on a lot of different things too. So, yeah. Um, so, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but you are the uh, the incoming Rotary, Family Rotary Club president. So, that'll run. Mm -hmm. First meeting was that uh, first, your first meeting was Tuesday. 
that you that you were in that position and runs from July here till the end of, of June fiscal year next year. Um, so I know it's 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 a little bit of a lead up because when you're on the rotary board it's it's like about a five year four year process as you kind of go up each rung of the ladder and that's good and that's that's kind of similar to the United Way board you know it's it's you you kind of get to sit you get to help you get to learn then when it's your time like when you when you are campaign chair uh, hopefully you've picked up a couple things yeah. <laughs> ahead of you um, and same with Rotary so um, I guess what's your um, I have one thing but and you mentioned it at the, at the meeting like you what, what 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 do you want to accomplish like in the next year what do you what are some of the things that are important to you and you think um, maybe would, would be important to the club well um, like you said it's like a five-year commitment leading up to it and I joined Rotary when I became the United Way director. So that was the main reason that I had joined Rotary was for the connections and Deb Russell was a member before. Um, and when I joined it, it was like, okay, I need to be committed to this. If, if it's, it's something that I'm going to join, I need to be committed. So, um, and my board at the time, you know, after I was in it about a year, of course, they reached out and said, hey, would you be interested in being a board member? Well, what does that mean? You know, you'll go through the chairs and then you'll eventually be president. Well, I knew it was a big commitment. Once again, they had asked me and I was like, okay, but I asked my board and I said, what do you guys, what do you guys think? Because it's going to require time and a commitment because I'm not going to do it, you know, half. So they had said yes. So you know, with their support, they've been very, you know, supportive throughout these five years. So now that it's actually here, you know, there, you've seen a lot of things that's, that's going on throughout the time. We have had great presidents in the past and everybody has kind of pick and choose uh, what they want to do. So my biggest thing this year is um, with COVID, we shut down and didn't have a lot of meetings last year. So I'd like to get some new members in it. Just, um, People will say, well, Rotary, it's it's a service club. So I'd like to get people involved in it. And with that being said, a lot of service projects. So us as Rotarians can be out there and be visible that they know. A lot of people know Rotarian, or Rotary for money, that we've purchased a lot of big things or the auction or, you know, these big things. Well, there's a lot of Rotarians that do a lot of other things, you know, just in service. So I, I'd like to bring that awareness um, a little bit more to Van Wert, get some new members and, you know, just kind of have a good fellowship, I guess, between everybody. It's, I mean, there's, there's value in the, in the meeting, but you know, the, the weekly meeting, you know, we meet on Tuesday and then usually it's a program from, you know, there's someone that, that comes in and speaks from the community. So there's value in that. Um, the Rotarian in action, because that, that, that's one of the, uh, you know, hashtags or the, uh, or the tags or the phrases. Um, um, more of that would, in my opinion, since I'm a Rotarian, that, that would, I like volunteering. I think there's an appetite for that in the community. Um, but you're right, being known for the big, big projects and, and the check writers, you know, for certain things that, you know, that's needed. But yeah, I think there is a spot for, it's a monthly or something, just something more like, and it doesn't have to be any crazy. You're not gonna have to get 30 people you know, no. to volunteer, but you know, this wear the Rotarian shirt when you're going to volunteer, and there you are. Um, and at least I don't know. More we do, more it's done, the more um, people will be, you know, expecting something like that. And then, then it's I don't know, I don't know. Well, you you know that past from being um, 
on the United Way board that a lot of your relationships and your connections are built through these volunteering or through the events that you're at, you know? So, you know, some people may look at that as, oh my gosh, I just want to go home, but it, it's a, it's a time to network. Um, you can learn stuff every, I, I say I learn stuff every day, you know, that I didn't know before or make a new connection. It's being open to all of those things. So you never know what's going to happen um, when you meet somebody, or if I just work with somebody, you know, like Down Creek Live is this weekend. So I'm volunteering there, you know, help Mitch out. Mitch helps me out. So you just have to do those things together and it'll be fun. I'll learn something from it or meet somebody that I don't know, that I don't know yet. Well, I know I saw your name on the list. You're on every list. That's okay. <laughs> Plus you're right. You share office space. So you have to, you know, you got to yeah. support and support. Your guys are on your own now. So, um, <laughs> So how about, we'll talk, I know the pandemic and, and, and COVID, you know, affected everyone, you know, uh, differently, you know, every, every business. Yours, I mean, I mean, that was probably when everything shut down, you were only a month or two away from, you know, starting the campaign year, because uh, that's like July, right, after we get into the, it's the you know, the same like a fiscal year. So, I mean, what was your kind of probably thoughts and decisions were made probably in a couple months leading up to that, maybe even sooner than that? of kind of how and you needed to present and, and, and it was going to be different. So, I mean, yeah. uh, we hope it's ancient history. It's not too far, but it was definitely affected everything in the last year and a half. So, I mean, talk us a little bit about that process and, and how the, um, decided, so. the pandemic or COVID-19 is something that um, I went through that I'd never want to go through again. But in March, we were sitting in uh, a meeting with uh, Rick McCoy and the hospital and the schools and you know just different key people, police, fire, and they said you know there could be a possibility that you know the governor is going to be shutting school down, you know, and we're like no way that's never happened, yeah. you know, yeah. and um, you know the topic came up and said, well if they do what are we going to do about these kids that are at home, no babysitter, no food, you know nothing. And so that was the thing that hit me right then is, you know, food security is a big deal. Um, you know, over 50% of kids are on free and reduced lunches. So that right there was, oh, that's going to be our mission. And so it wasn't two days and um, it was closed down. So uh, we had to put our feet to the ground. And I will tell you, that last year was a hard working, very busy physical year. Um, you know, everything was closed down. You could walk down the streets, you weren't supposed to be out, but we had, you know, we were on, you know, the first response team. So we were able to be out there and do a lot of things, but just having to think of doing things safely, um, you know, had to follow all those protocols, keep separated, get food in when it was almost impossible. Just to look back at that year, I, we just were able to do a lot of things. So physically, it was a tough year. Um, financially, people gave and it was, we, we succeeded our, our campaign, you know, by probably $12,000. So that, that didn't change, but it was a different, it was a different year. So, um, I'm kind of looking forward to the get back to normal, but I don't know what normal is going to be anymore. There's a lot of things that uh, have happened now. It's like, uh, maybe we just need to change and not do things because we did it for seven years. You know, if we don't need to do it, let's don't do it. So it's, it's, uh, 
it was a it was a hard year. It was a hard year. Well, I, I think people were everyone was adaptable, especially after, you know, after it's like about six months and you're like, well, maybe this isn't going <laughs> to change. You know, it was like June before restrictions were, I mean, you know, you get into it like a, a full six months, you know, after it was like nine, you know, it was just, it, I think as people kind of got into it and accepted it, um, you tried to do normal things uh, as much as you could, you know, and I know, were you able to go in and speak to the, like teach? I know, because you talk, when you go to Lincoln View and Crestview and the schools are able, was that done virtually when you talk about campaign? Do you remember how you did that last year? Um, at at uh, Vantage, I was, at the schools, I was able to go okay. in, but they had spread out. So by September, I mean, it was an in-person, but it was all spread out and, you know, your masks and things like that but no industry or banking or anything like that, we wasn't able to go into, you know? Okay. And there was just so many guidelines and, you know, with the kids in the schools, you know, we weren't able to go in and do a lot of things that we had done before at schools to drop things off or, you know, things like that. It just was, it was just a different thing. But, uh, you know, really from March till about August, we did the grab bags. So we were providing food for people. So we did, um, we signed up volunteers to come in and sort uh, the food and bag them up. And then we delivered them and we handed them out. So I would say for probably six months, that was pretty much what we were doing. And then once again, we had to figure a video or a theme that you can do in the middle of pandemic when you're not allowed to be anywhere. So, yeah, so. So, so what is this year like? Um, this year, it's kind of getting things back to normal. Um, Jake Hammond is our campaign chair. Uh, Jake's new to the area. His wife is Betsy Wilhelm, who is at the um, with the youth enrichment at the YWCA. So Jake's been on the board a couple of years, and um, I asked him if he would uh, fill the position, just like I asked you, and he didn't say no. <laughs> so um, our theme this year is neighborhood of good. So um, that's what we're looking at. Next year is our 100th anniversary in 2022, of course, too, yes. So um, we're kind of leading up to that uh, for next year is 100 years of neighborhood of good, that type of thing. So that's what our theme is this year. Um, the video this year is going to be a little uh, uh, light, lighthearted you know, kind of to, to draw you in um, and then share the agencies that we do, uh, we do fund. I, it's it's going to be a good one. Um, well, let's talk about, as we I just we'll finish up, just just last thought. Um, now, there's now it's time for you to give the advice out. Uh, so if you, if you were talking to someone, I said, you give a young woman, you know, advice or just anyone advice, because you've we haven't done it all. It seems like you've done it all. You've done a lot. A lot of different, a lot of different uh, fields, a lot of different jobs, different places. Uh, seasoned. You're seasoned. So, I mean, if someone wanted to get into nonprofit, I can give them an answer about that too. Uh, advocacy. Like, what what advice you know would you would you give? Uh, maybe considering you know what the the community offers for that type of thing, and and kind of if you knew you know then what you know now type thing. Um. 
I would tell for nonprofit in my field of nonprofit, there's a lot of different nonprofits. Some of them can be very, um, very beneficial or have a lot of money coming in. But United Way, um, we're always trying to raise money and keep our budget as low as possible. So I would say that if you're going to go into this field of nonprofit, it's because you want to help people. It's not for the amount of money that you're going to make because you're not going to make six digits or anything like that. Um, your reward is going to be a lot with just the satisfaction that you're helping a lot of people, that people will, will, will come to you and confide in you and what they need to do. Um, also, you don't need to have a, a master's degree or anything like that. Really, the thing that would help you in this is more so business, um, maybe even a two-year degree, just to know how to do, to do payroll, how to do budgeting, um, how to run a board meeting, minutes, uh, just those basic things, because, you know, uh, sometimes really smart people don't know those basic things. <laughs> um, Google is a big thing now. And, you know, just a little bit of technology things. You know, how do I run a, a Zoom meeting? We've all had to do that this year. You know, there's some people that don't even know how to do that. So I think that if you're going into that, you have to be a master of a lot of things, because in those offices, there's normally only a couple of people. So if you don't know how to do it, then you've got to find somebody else. So you just need to know how to do a lot of things. So that's like you said, jack of all trades, that's what I am. It, it's a lot of problem solving. And that's kind of what you look for, like in your staff, you're right. We both have one or two people office and mm -hmm. then you have a volunteer board. So it's, you could have the greatest idea in the world. Uh, but if you have 10 of them, how do you pick one or two? Because <laughs> you, know, mm -hmm. you to be able to support it because you don't want to throw something out there and then have it not be as well run or, or done as, as you'd like it to be. So it's kind of picking through, you know, that. And that's, you know, that's why you have 29 board members. I mean, that's a big board, but it's yeah. a working board. You know, there's jobs for everybody. Uh, and when you have a small office or a small nonprofit, you can't do everything. So you have to pick and choose what you can do and do it well. Because, I mean, if you had 20 people telling you, hey, I think you should do this, this, and this, you're not going to do anything well. So that's where you have to be able to decide, you know, what's the best thing, what's going to work with your, your team, you know, your community, because what they tell me at worldwide may not work here at local. So, you know, I can't always do what they say. And I'm like, no, that's crazy. That's not going to work here. So you've got to, you've got to work with your small group, with your town and what you know you can do and make successful too. So. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I don't know. Yeah, at some point, you gather all the information. You do want the feedback, but at some point, yeah. there has to be a decision, and it has to make sense, <laughs> and you have to be able to do it, <laughs> execute it. You know, so. Well, um, and I would say sometimes I've, I've been really excited about a project or a, an idea, and I'm like, oh man, this is really going to be great, and I I presented at a board meeting, and it's like people start saying things, you know, and I'm like. Mm -mm. okay, I get it. And that is great. Those are the best board meetings. I mean, sometimes I think people probably walk away and think, oh gosh, I was the bad guy or I shouldn't have said that. But those are the best meetings because I don't always see it the way everybody else does. So, you know, you have to be open to that, that it's not my way, it's our way and whatever we can do to make it better. 
you know, so that's something that's kind of hard to do sometimes. Well, we'll leave it there. Thank you very much. All right. I appreciate appreciate your time um, okay. speaking with us. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in learning more about uh, Vicki, uh, United Way of Amherst County, you know, can connect with her, I'll give you her office number. It's 419-238-6689, or you can visit their website at unitedwayofanwert.org. And they also have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you're interested in finding more about the Vanwert Area Chamber of Commerce, you can go to our website, vanwertchamber.com. And we're also on Facebook and Instagram. So uh, Vicki, thanks for joining us. Thanks. And we'll talk to everyone next time. All right, bye-bye.